What is up, what is Washington up? Football Addicts, Washington Football Nation? We are back for episode ninety-two. Yes, that is nine-two. It is Sunday, November seventh. All right, Phil. Episode ninety-two. Who are we dedicating this this uh, this whole show to tonight? You know, I could have dedicated it to a Demetric Evans or you know Swaggy Baker, but. Given how this season has gone, I felt it appropriate to dedicate episode 92 to one Albert George Hainsworth III. Oh, my God. Really? Dude, dude mm-hmm. was $100 million of trash for us. All right. <clears throat> Wouldn't refuse to play certain positions, says, I am a 4-3 defensive tackle only. Would not play on the nose, even though he was talented enough to do so. Um, couldn't pass a simple fitness drill. I remember so well when he had to do that. Uh, it was basically like suicides, if you've ever done suicides before. Um, there was a shuttle drill that he had to do in a certain amount of time. And Lindsey Zarniak, who was then with NBC4, was able to pass the time set by Mike Shanahan but Albert Hainsworth couldn't, all right? Now, granted, Lindsey Zarniak was a fit, trim, probably about 115 pounds. Yes, Hainsworth was about 320. But I remember one time Hainsworth missed an opportunity to qualify. You got to take a shit. Because he had to go take a shit. And he took such a long shit that he ended up being like 14 minutes late. I'm like, how long are you on the toilet, dude? Yeah, you know, especially when you know you have to be there. This is this is the example of stuff. Now, granted, one key thing that people miss is because of Albert Hainsworth that exposes a lot of the reason why I don't believe this whole thing about the NFL trying to save Snyder's ass. It was because Snyder was trying to dump Albert Hainsworth's contract. So when they had the uncapped year. While they were doing the collective bargaining agreement back in 2010, Snyder front-loaded everything into that uncapped year and just paid off his contract, all that was guaranteed, and cut him. D'Angelo Hall was in that same boat, too, if I remember. They front-loaded his contract as well. Yeah. And they were just trying to dump money out so they could get back into a reasonable cap situation and have cap room to play with. It was yeah. a smart move, but it went went against the spirit of the salary cap. Yeah. So that's why we got fined $36 million by the competition committee the very next year. Yep. Now, granted, what that really means is here's what happened. The owners all came together and said, we will not spend more than what the salary cap would have been this year if there had been one. Snyder said, F you. There's no salary cap. I want to get rid of some of this dead money that I want to get rid of these guys who underperform or are on the downside of their career. I'm going to do it because there's no salary cap, and he's perfectly fine to do so. He got fined for not colluding to suppress sailor, uh, player salaries. Yeah, and, and Mara somehow, led that charge too, if I remember correctly. John Mara. Yeah, John Mara. Yeah. John Mara. John Mara. Hey, John that guy Mayer. too. What are you listening to? <laughs> well, it's two guys I can't stand right there. I mean, the names are very similar. But hey man, um, your body is a Wonderland's classic, man. Quit hating on it. Dude. It's a classic if you last about 20 seconds in bed. So, <laughs> you know what was good though? That John Mayer skit with Dave Chappelle. 
That, that was about the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> I'll give him that one. That was good. But uh, nonetheless, that's the reason why I say, you know, if the league really was trying to protect Daniel Snyder, why are they finding $36 million for not colluding suppressing player salaries? Yeah, spirit. Of, that was such a stupid year. Now, you know, honestly, that really held. I want to say, though, that right there played a contributing factor into the non-success of Robert Griffin III. Not saying I'm not saying that was. Man, that, 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 what do you think? We 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 lost eighteen million dollars per year. Yes, years. according that to hurt. that. According to that uh, book, though, we had we had Peyton Manning yeah. wrapped up. We did hurt. Up. He, he he. I think he flew here, didn't he? Didn't he come to DC yeah, on a plane? He was. No, yeah. I think he went to. I think he went to Shanahan's house in Denver. Yes, that's right. And then that's he right. was staying with him then, and then he was like, "Let me hook you up with John Elway since we can't get you now." You know, yeah. I think that's yeah. how it went. What a shame! What a shame! What a shame! Well, that's two Denver quarterbacks we almost snagged, and they said um, they still. I, I, they I, said they said they still was going to take Robert. So that would have been something interesting. You get Peyton on the downside of his career, and you got Robert to learn underneath of him. Yeah. Here's the here's here's the key though. Like I said, it's twice that we almost pulled off a Hall of Fame quarterback from Denver. Because here's a little tidbit of history. A lot of people don't know. Before the 1991 season, last time we won the Super Bowl, we almost traded away Mark Rippon for John Elway. We were this oh, close. We should have did it. <laughs> now we got a Super Bowl that year. Elway was in the AFC championship that season, too. A lot of people yeah. don't, don't remember that. Um we were this close. Now we got the short term, but the long term, we have had El- prime Elway for about six or seven more seasons. Yeah, in that bombs away Air uh, uh, Coyel offense that North Turner ran. Think about that. That would that that team would have rebuilt a lot faster. We wouldn't have had to. Heath Schuler may have still been drafted, but he would have been able to learn under Elway. Yeah. Of course, then, you know, knowing this fan base, about 45% of them would be screaming for Heath Shuler to play because we always root for the underdog and root for the backup around here. That's what we do. <laughs> it would have been lovely. So, for those who don't know, we decided to, we you know, we were going back and forth. Should we have a show? Should we not have a show? It's the bye week. You know, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is is a, is a grind. You know, trying to come up with guests, ideas, content, stuff like that. But what we do here at the Washington Football Addicts is, especially in the offseason, we do this thing called the barbershop. And we decided, you know what? Let's do it on the bye week. The bye week barbershop. So here we go. In the barbershop, there's really anything goes. Not a whole lot of rules. No real agenda. We just kind of talk about what's on our mind. We don't even talk sports half the time. Right. Get your drink. (laughs) Get your smoke. Next time we do this, you know, maybe we'll publicize it, get some get some comments on here. But we're we're taking this one internal tonight. I think we, you know, it's been a it's been a long mid mid uh midpoint for the season for us. And it's funny that it's almost exactly the halfway point of the NFL season and we get our bye week. That's pretty rare if I remember how our bye weeks normally fall. Usually it's at the end of the beginning. I, I don't, usually you know? it's usually it's either too early or it's too late. We rarely get it right yeah. in this nice center point. But to cancel that out, you know, we have like every div- every division game to finish the season. So they didn't do us a, didn't do us any favors, really, if you think about it. But the first thing we did want to talk about is some Aaron Rodgers stuff. So, fellas, Aaron Rodgers came out 
And he said, listen, he got he tested positive for COVID. They put him on the COVID-19 list. We'll come to find out, you know, he stated he was immunized. So I guess the team must have took his word for it somehow. They just said, if he's immunized, okay, he must be, he must have his vaccination. Well, clearly that wasn't the case. He he was not vaccinated with the, you know, the FDA approved COVID vaccines. And so he's out. He was out today. We saw I saw Jordan Love play versus Chiefs. I don't know if you guys did. It was a, a more bad, way more bad than good. But hey, Aaron, you know, <laughs> he he made a funny comment. He's like, the left will, the left will, the left will cancel me. The right will praise me. And I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I hate them both. I'm like, man, that's that's. I love that quote. But he sounds like problem, a man after my own heart. Yeah, but the problem is the NFL. He he wasn't going through. If you weren't vaccinated, there's no vaccine requirement in the NFL. That's clear. Okay. But if you are not vaccinated, you got to go through this different protocols, which is like getting tested every day. It's other stuff, right? He wasn't doing that. So there's an investigation that's going on to figure out what what, what the hell are we supposed to do with this? So what, what what's y'all take on old Aaron and, and his thoughts on, on this whole recent stuff? Because they were on a roll till now. I think, they're gonna, I think since he didn't have to follow the same protocols as everybody else, a la like Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, some of these other non-vaccinated guys, I feel like they need to suspend him for the amount of games he played unvaccinated. Mm. Honestly, I mean, it's going to suck. That's like six games, I guess. But I'm like, that's what you should do. When he, when he gets two COVID tests that are negative back, suspend him six, suspend him six games after that, man. Because that, games, huh? man, I mean, everybody else had to go through the uh, the horrible uh, crap you got to go through when you're not vaccinated. Man, he pretty much usurped that system. Basically lied, day. man. He basically lied on his test so that he could get special privileges like everybody else. Basically, what he that's did. Eight, man. That's that's eight games, bro. Yeah, you gotta go, it man. Would, hey, I wouldn't fault it. I mean, if that's what they came down with, but will they? I don't know. Nah, they probably just find him. They probably will just find him. Who knows? He may get two game suspension. Yeah, they got to give him something. Though. Here's the thing, honestly. All right, and I say this as someone who is vaccinated, and if you're friends with me or if you see me, you you should know how I feel. That that's generally your business, but NFL is a privately owned business. Even if the Packers are a publicly owned team, the NFL ultimately is your employer. They are your governing body. They are privately owned business. They can set the mandates. I don't have a problem with Rogers making the decision not to get vaccinated. That's your decision. And I'm all about people making their own decisions for their own health. But you can't lie to your employer yeah. about it. That is where you run into mm-hmm. an issue. All right. And and I'm vaccinated. I got my card right over here if you want to see it. Um, but that's because I made that decision for myself. And but it was nobody's business but my own, really. The only reason they I put were, it out there is because it's part of the topic. They were doing that at my job, bro. Like, if you uh, if you got if you didn't have the vaccination, they were letting you go in there without a mask. Or if you had vaccination, you could take your mask off. And people were like going to work with their mask off, not vaccinated, just lying. And the people were finding yeah. out they were they were technically they were firing them technically, and then they ended up making it where everybody has to wear a mask again. Uh, so they ended up bringing them back. They gave them a third. They lowered their fire into a thirty-day suspension, and they don't come back. Yeah, I remember they, you telling me about that. Fired. I, I remember these dudes, man. 
I you can't be mad at anybody. You got a choice. Did they make more cars when all that happened? Or did production slow down? No, they started making less cars when the harnesses started snapping. Did did any of you guys watch the Chiefs and Packers know. game today? I did not. I, I mean, took a nap. I slept. Love, I made, slept from one till four today. It was no, glorious. I wish I could have slept. Uh, Jordan Love made some really bad decisions, but it's it's his first start. I get it. He does whip the ball out there pretty good. He definitely, definitely, definitely looked like a rookie. You know, sometimes these rookies come in and they just got it. He didn't have it tonight. And it looked like the Chiefs defense was just relentless. I don't know. I On the eye test for the first game, he ain't it. Doesn't mean he's not going to form into something. I'm just telling you from what I saw, Jordan Love is not the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. So it doesn't mean he can't grow into something nicer, but I I just didn't see it. I really didn't. I did I, not look like a first-round it's funny because he and Jalen Hurts came out at the same time, right? They were drafted mm-hmm. the same year. And I thought both of them were, were going to be hot garbage in the NFL. And uh, so far, being proven correct because I don't really think Jalen Hurts is any good. He can run. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's hot garbage. I would say he's – He's hot seen... garbage with an arm. His arm is hot garbage. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. His arm is cold diarrhea. But nonetheless, I mean, Jalen Hurts can't throw the football on a professional yeah, level consistently. Yeah, but he can run. Jalen, it's funny because Jalen Hurts is what people thought Lamar Jackson was going to be. Then it turned out, no, Lamar Jackson can actually throw the football. But uh, Jordan Love, I mean, everybody thought that he was going to be kind of an Aaron Rodgers type, mobile, strong arm. But it just, I don't know, his something up here is just not clicking. I'll put it this way. Hurt, I saw is, practice. I saw practice footage of him from training camp. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was practice. Bad. Training camp. Jalen Hurts. I mean, his numbers are better than Heineke's. It's not saying much. Sixty. By the way, by the way, love man, get your mom better seats, man. Oh, they was way up there, and then the nosebleeds. It was. <laughs> you probably wouldn't come in and find out he was gonna play. Like, yeah, like could get any tickets. That's probably what I know. I mean. Making that backup QB money. He's the first rounder, though. He should be making a pretty good shit. He's guaranteed money. Yeah. yeah. Mill. But Jalen Hurts also leads the Eagles in rushing. 432 yards rushing. I did not know that until just That's because they don't commit to the run at all. Yeah. You got Miles Sanders back there. Won't give him the ball. He's gone for a year. Miles Sanders is done. Well, be, be Scott, give the ball. Jordan, Howard. Howard. Jordan Howard is balling out there, though. Yeah. Nah, that's subjective. Jordan Howard's balling for Jordan Howard. I'm doing good. He only played. I think his first game was last game. Then this game, there. It's funny because I really think the best running back without Miles Sanders is uh, uh, the guy I wanted to get, uh, Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, yeah. game was game was good. I will, although I will say all the fantasy sharks are like, you got to pick up Kenny Gainwell. You got to pick up Kenny Gainwell. Pick them, pick them up in last week and didn't do shit. Howard gets all the touches in the short yards. Man. Yeah, that, that happened to me too because I did the same I'll thing. You, I'll I picked beat up you in fantasy well. football, though. Yeah, I picked up game well thinking the same thing. Nope. Am I still beating you in fantasy football field? Yeah, but that's because I had Rams. I had a couple of Rams players playing tonight. So, well, let's just transition. What do we got for fantasy football, no, fellas? I'm barely, I'm barely lose. I'm barely. We got <laughs> so in the Washington Football Addict Circle, we have two things. We have a FanDuel league, which has 15 people. That sometimes the people don't. Remember to set their lineups, and then we can't play because you need 
11. Man, the only reason this is close is because Joe Burrow shit the bed today. He really did shit the bed. So Phil is leading this week in our in our uh, fan duel for free, but that's two strong weeks for Phil. Not, not too bad. Of course, on the two weeks that goes free, when I was had a chance to win money, I ain't get shit. Yes. That's my luck. That is I true. can't believe you said James Conner, he leads the league in touchdowns. James Conner's doing some work out there. He made he did a wonders for Colt McCoy today. Phil, Phil set him and he got 42 points. I sat him because they were he was not projected to do well today. He leads I, the NFL in touchdowns. You chose the backup running back for Tennessee. Because I didn't realize they were starting yeah. Adrian Peterson tonight. I didn't either, but because once again, the fantasy sharks are like, you got to pick up McNichols. McNichols, right? You got to pick up McNichols. You got to pick up McNichols. But whatever. That's all right. I got McNichols and Woods playing right now. I got Chicago's defense playing tomorrow. Don't, don't, don't feel yourself there, uh, Dev. You're not winning. Well, in our Addicts Fantasy Football League, I'll go ahead and go ahead and just go over our. Go See how everyone's standings. doing. Let's go over our standings. So we have two divisions. Oh, I don't mention my standings. I'm terrible. <laughs> so Jason Donaway in the East is leading with six and two record, followed by Mike Piat with the five and three. I'm five and three. Michael Lighty. Michael Lighty was talking so much shit before the season started. He's three and five. Charles Noonan is a two and six. The Vet City Hose one and seven. By the way, Charles Nunes, he texted me. He hasn't he hasn't organized his lineup in like three weeks because the man's working like a dog around the clock. He's in the healthcare industry. He he messaged me because I'm done for the season. So Dev, if you can't beat him, he actually benched all his players. I got I got to figure out how we're going to tackle that one. Do we get someone to just come on and, and figure that team out, or just that's just an easy that's a bye week win for somebody? I don't know. In the West, we got Aaron Share six and two. Brant Bridges, five and three. Bruce Geddes, five and three. Phil, also five and three. So there's a three-way tie for second place. Rodney this is, sitting this at is where I'm at every year. Five. This time. And John Lewis, two and six. So that's the Washington football ESPN fantasy addict standing. So fantasy football's been rough, man. It's it's been ups and downs. This week was a crazy week. So we saw I saw a tweet that kind of made some funny stuff, but it like we never thought we would see like these five, four or five things happen in such a short span of time. You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, I wish I could find it. It's so funny. Like all these things happen in a span of like three days. Adrian Peterson starts a game. Um, what else? So, a guy some named Josh Allen gets a sack, an interception, <laughs> a fumble recovery. Oh, from Jacksonville. Dude, another Buffalo another played like ass Josh today. Allen. Buffalo play like ass today. Where was that Bills when we? Played? I got all my pickles right except for that one, bro. Oh, all you're in a pick. Oh, so I'm in a I'm in a pick'em league, but it's pick'em against the spread. It is the hardest thing to do, and I'm right oh, now yeah. I'm sitting I'm sitting at five wins this week, which is a terrible week for me. But picking against the spread is really hard. So fantasy football's been been rough, man. Vandal. I've been winning in FanDuel and basketball. Like I win every time basketball, I feel like. Do I'm like $25 in basketball. You, right you just play all five Knicks players and call it a day? Nah, if I did that, <laughs> we would lose. <laughs> I mean, the Knicks are doing pretty good. Lost today. Not they are today. behind the Man, Wizards. Had eight, right. They are certainly we behind the Rubio Wizards. hit eight out of nine threes, bro. We hit eight of them threes in a row. Rubio. The Wizards are sitting at seven and three, while the New York Knicks are at six and four. Wizards are sitting at fourth in the East right now, with New York at the seventh. 
So, well, we'll see how long it lasts. I, who knows? It's this, this season's early. This Wizards team, and we'll, we can get to this more later, but this Wizards team is fun to watch, but for all kinds of different reasons. I was a big yeah. fan of the John Wall, early Bradley Beal, Nene, Marching Gortat, all those. And I always said, we, we are a good wing away from being a real contender. Why did y'all change from the Bullets anyway? That's what's stupid. Because I'm not going to get into that one because a Poland. I'm not a fan of that team, so I don't know y'all's history. But politically correctness. I mean, I know West Actually, West a Louisville guy, though. It was was politics. That's all it was. I mean, at the time that there was a lot of the murder rate in DC was really high. Still wasn't as bad. Still wasn't was murder capital of the country. It was now Richmond. I think it's still Richmond. Maybe Chicago. I don't know. No, I think but, it's Detroit. Okay. I think it's Memphis now. Actually. It? No, I think but it's Detroit. It's Detroit. They let the dumbass fans pick yeah. the the new name. Like, come on, you can the let Wizards. let them pretend. I had a chance to pick the Dragons. If y'all gonna pick a mystical, don't let them. Don't let creature. the fans pick the name. Don't let the fans pick. The, let them pretend. Let them think they're thinking the name, and then you pick whatever the hell you want. Whatever's gonna make you the most money and and have the most appeal. Don't let the fans like, pick. Like it. Washington's doing. Well, not only that, but you got. We don't know what they're doing. Actually, there's actually a different reason. Abe Poland Knights apparently was friends with uh, former Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin. Rabin was assassinated in 1995, which to me is when all hope for peace in the Middle East uh, died. Um, but it was be- that was actually what started him on the process of wanting to change the name of the team. Kitty, kitty. <laughs> Dev always has the interesting grinders. Oh yeah, he does. But yeah, that's actually what what started that whole process, and then it became a whole bullets are violent, murder, blah 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 blah, and I'm like. Yeah, the the, the 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 name came from the fact that the team played in the arm played in the armory originally in Baltimore, where they stored ammunition. <laughs> but they did they did bring back their retro uniforms, which is a nice trend. It's got the white, the red, and the blue stripes. Oh, those without, without the bullets, they are they I'm are good. So good glad we got away from the blue and gold. I don't like it. I mean, yeah, NBA NBA's here. It, it's taken, you know, it, it's we're what ten games between, you know, eight and eleven games into the season. As I got my my Wizards gear on right now, but it, it's going to be fun to watch. Wizards are fun. The East is going to be better to watch. A little upset we don't have Rui on his air quotes mental health break. We, nobody knows what's going on with him. He unfollowed everyone on the team. On IG, there's no wizards, anything. He, went so, out, he thought he thought that's gonna miss him, and then a Louisville nigga came in there and fucked it up. Who know? Who are you talking about? Montrez? Yeah, he thought that's gonna miss him. Dude, six man, six man of the year. He thought the wizards Montrez is gonna be six man of the year. Yeah, yeah. I think KCP found his game. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. I don't like Caldwell Pope that much. He makes some bonehead decisions, just in the most crucialest times. Like, who might get it? Kuzma's hey, I like Kuzma, man. I, Kuzma, it's like this is the first time I've ever seen a trade like this work in our we, favor. Work in our favor, <laughs> where we get, we sent the superstar away. We got yeah. a bunch of just like solid dudes in return, and they're stepping up. Yep, usually it's the opposite. Usually it's the opposite. 
Speaking of, you okay, you see trades. You see trades a lot more in the NBA than you do in the NFL. Like players, player, player for player trades. You really don't yeah. see them much in the NFL anymore, and it kind of sucks because if I think it would make things much more interesting in the NFL if you if there was more of a trend. It would definitely yeah. give teams a chance to do better instead of just trading for draft picks. Give me some players. But the NBA has that thing where, and it's so confusing. They it's like a five team trade for two people. Right. They stay doing that shit, and it's so confusing. You ne- you'll never see it in contracts. NFL. They can't renegotiate and yeah. change contracts, so they can't. Uh, they, have to, they have to trade a lot of people to get one person. And then they throw picks in it, and it brings in random teams from right. left field. Like, hey. Memphis Grizzlies, how did you get involved in this trade? Oh yeah, we 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 said we're here. Yeah, we get salary a, we, cap. Yeah, we get a fifth round pick. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring this dude on and we're gonna cut him. That's what they do. They they bring right. someone over and they cut them immediately. Right, salary it's crazy. Cap. Yeah, or they'll do like the Wizards used to do and just do amnesty. Where Phil, you're not. You're, we're gonna cut you from this team. We're gonna trade you, but we're gonna pay you, pay you the rest of your years. contract. While you're gone. So will will you go play for this team and they'll pay you and then we'll pay you too? Sure. No problem. Fucking hate it, man. I hate that amnesty claw shit. Well, hey, we're still paying Joaquin Noah, so <laughs> so and, you know, okay. that's okay. Baseball is even better. The Bobby Mets Benilla. Are paying Bobby Bonilla for another 15 years. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla Day. We had it we every year. Like clockwork. Oh that man was a genius. The net Mets are so dumb. They tried to buy it out of him. You see, recently when they sold the team, they tried to buy that contract out of him. He's like, no. So dumb. He's like, bro, you're you're paying my retirement. Yeah. Yeah, He's paying me a 1% salary in retirement. It's crazy. I think I saw the math on it. Like, he's that contract is going to be worth so much, like, with inflation. I I feel like that's what the Nationals offer Bryce Harper. You know, because he was did. like, they wanted to defer money like 20 years down the road. And that's kind of disrespectful. I get it. But that's probably a friendly way of saying, we don't really need you, buddy. Here's here's an offer. We don't we don't really need you. You offered the same thing to Rendon. Every- yeah. And then we won, the, we, we won the World Series the next year. Soto and we lose him, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I like that the learners don't just throw money everywhere. But the learners need to throw a little bit of money somewhere. Yeah. They just don't do that. And it, it sucks. So, that's how, you get. how do y'all feel about the one and the only Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. leaving the Cleveland Browns? Because today, Cleveland looked amazing. I I watched. I mean, the Cleveland game, forty-one to sixteen, and the Cincinnati is, has been no slouch this year. They trounced Cincinnati. Was that more of a? Was that more of a? Cincinnati? I don't know. Cincinnati looks suspect against the Jets. No, but I mean, I, I see what you're saying there. Was that more of a Cincinnati being awful, Cincinnati, or was that more of a yeah. Cleveland being I think, good? I think Cincinnati we're going to see. Awful the I Jets think we're going to see awful. Cincinnati be Cincinnati the rest of the year, personally. Just like I mean, just like that whole thing on, uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers, man. I think we're going to see the real quarterback Carolina Donald for the rest of the year, man. I think that ship kills two or three games they played the Jets and fucking uh. The other sorry ass team they played one they first start, three yeah, games of the year. They started out three and zero. Yeah, they did against the worst three teams in the NFL. Yeah, and then everybody's like, "Oh, he looks good." But Donald just needed to change teams. Now look, they're talking about him getting benched next game. Yeah, it's but McCaff- McCaffrey's been out for a while too, though. That well, thing, today, he's not going to be anything. He just came back, but he was on a pitch count too. He had a hundred yards of total offense on purpose. He did. He had yeah. like 40, 40 and yeah. 60, 60. Sam Donald's not good, man. Just not he's good. Not, He's, he has flashes of brilliance, but then he'll just do something be like, what are you doing? 
You know, what are you doing? Bridgewater looked like a G out there today, though. He did. He didn't look against us, but I don't care. What they did, what Denver did against Dallas today was amazing. Dallas, Dallas, November, December, Dallas, man. We see it every year. That tells you a couple things. One, Dallas ain't shit without Dak. Dak played, boy. Dak played, bro. Yeah, Dak played. Oh, and I thought play, he was man. okay. See, I didn't watch the game. I just saw that play. I saw the score, and I thought Cooper I Rush started. They were one. In, they were one in five Rush, last year Cooper with Rush, Dak, man. They were one in five week, with Dak last year. The only game they won was yeah, Cooper Rush. Cooper Atlanta Rush had a very high, had a very Heineke like game that, last week. Yeah. where you know his incompletions were a bit high, but he had some long passes. You know, I wasn't particularly like everybody's like, oh my god, Cooper Rush. Look, Dallas now has two great quarterbacks. I'm like, y'all simmer down. Simmer yeah. down. Do you you know what? Like 54% completion percentage. Until the, the Cowboys, they I don't know, ever since Dak got this contract, they refused to run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott. That man needs to run it lately. Balance. No, lately. not with – they get 10 rushes today. It. 10 rushes. With him and yeah, him they, and Pollard. they were down 24 to nothing. Even before like, that, him, him and Pollard have been splitting the carries. Like, yeah. I still – Ezekiel still Elliott run, is, is a great running back. Why would you split – even uh, what's his face did it? The old coach, he's on the Giants now. Oh, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett did it too. Like Zeke is a great running back. Just give maybe me the ball. Zeke right. isn't durable. Right. He's like Saquon Barkley with less touches. Maybe they get. Maybe I don't they remember Ezekiel Elliott games. I, well, I don't get enough touches. He may be. See, that's why Zeke has disappeared at times. Maybe just simply because he doesn't. He's not a twenty-five carry a game back. Not really he's that had, big. He just seems like he is. I mean, he's had three, I mean, big time seasons. Almost yeah. actually, almost every season, he had sixteen thirty one, nine eighty three, fourteen thirty four, thirteen fifty seven, nine seventy nine. Those are his first five seasons in the NFL. That's some good. That's some good balling right Blake there. Clay first five were better. They were, but they were in a very run friendly offense with Mike Shanahan. He was given priority. Shanahan's man, when they're gonna start telling old Kyle Shanahan he's gonna get fired? Because you know they do like a sub five hundred coach. He is. He so he. I mean, he had that Super Bowl that probably bought him some time. Uh, if, if if you can take Jimmy G to the Super Bowl, you got a little bit of talent. But he's not a. I'm glad you said that. Sorry. Genius. Like he he's he's a great offensive coordinator, and that's where I'll stop with Kyle Shanahan. I wouldn't go any further. Saying he's a great young coach and he doesn't win anything. No, dude. that's Sean. That, same same, oh, same with the guy in Miami. They say Flores is a good coach. Sub five hundred coach. It's like twenty something and forty something or something crap. He's not winning at all ever. Yeah. So what's all these people yeah. talking about firing? They talking about firing Ron. And two years in, man. You know <sighs> this what I'm saying? This it's it's weird what a difference a generation makes. I remember this fan base mad at Dan Snyder for firing. North Turner after Dan's second season owning because we were seven and six and on the outside looking on the playoffs. Standards, standards were too high. Well, NFC, NFC East team. Well, that's also because that you was can't the, have a losing. See, that was the year, they brought, in, that was the year they brought in Dion. He brought in Bruce Smith. He brought in Jeff George. He, he and, and you know, we had we, we had Chris Samuels and we had <coughs> Arrington. Yeah. And the year before, we were a botched snap. Was Bosch field goal snap away from the NFC championship. Dude, you cannot yeah. miss the you cannot miss the playoffs two seasons in NFC East. Now they're gonna fire you. Any team in NFC East miss the playoffs two in a row. That fire we were we were still in the playoff hunt and we fired North. Then we get Marty. 
And Marty, after Eight starting zero and five, holy shit, the Titans just scored again. Yeah. Uh, it was fourteen to three. I don't know. What it it's now about to be twenty-one. Okay. Tannehill on fourth and goal ran a bootleg. So clearly they don't oh, need Derek, yeah, Derek Henry. 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 Henry to the Rams. Rams. Wow. I'm not that sold on they're the doing Rams. it through the air because Peterson ain't running for shit. Yeah, just went naked bootleg with, with Tannehill, and he just ran it in from two yards yeah, out. Yeah, Peterson's got five rushes for five. Jesus, you know, God, minutes. you think that we would try that with Heineke? Um. Anyway. Yeah, let's try not to talk Washington, but your fans shouldn't be calling for Ron's head. We we fell for the we had that hollow seven nine division championship last year, first strike, and we all fell for this hype in the off season because the team did a good job marketing this off season, the rebuild. All the new initiatives they have going on, fan ambassadors. Phil, I blame you. <laughs> no, but we 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 fell for the hype, and we're just we're just not that good. We're still rebuilding. It's year two of a well, rebuild. We also went. And we don't have a quarterback. Improved. We improved the team intelligently and during the off season. What did we do? We went and got a star wide receiver. We went and got who's who's hurt. We got a quarter and actually a capable veteran quarterback who's hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we you're gonna there's a trend here in a second. We went and got a rookie linebacker who's raw. Yeah, <laughs> you know we got everybody who if they were hurt or had a little more experience, but we got a lot of guys. You know William Jackson who is playing out of uh, out of scheme. He's a man quarter. He's a man corner playing zone. It's just we got a lot of talent on this team that's just not being utilized properly, and I right. don't understand it. Now we saw, we've seen some. Ch- the defense to me is has now, from beginning of the season till now, the defense has progressed. We have seen positive improvements. Moving Landon to Buffalo nickel, God, I, I will never let that one go because I was calling for it in, in February. Right, but, moving Landon to Buffalo nickel. And changing up how we approach these schemes, we have seen improvement on the defense, all right? Because Denver, as we saw today, is not a bad offensive team. And really, we held them 17 points. We, you know, uh, one blown cover. Yeah, we should have beat the Packers. Yep. We had all ability to beat the Packers. We didn't. The defense has progressed, you know, as far as the season. The offense feels like it has regressed. The offense has not moved the ball and put points on the board now the way they used to earlier in the season. Right. Um, You could say some of that's quality of opponent, but no, I don't think Denver is really so good on defense that they can hold us to 10 points. Um, I just, I'm off the, I'm, I, I said, after game one, that Heineke earned the ability to audition for the job. We've seen the audition. I'm willing to now say, okay, Kyle Allen, your turn. Let's go, Kyle Allen. But we never answered the question. Should we should we look at Odell Beckham? We yes. think Dev. We think Dev. So Phil says yes. You're muted, Dev. What do you think? Definitely should. That should be. Yeah. A, that should be a uh, priority. If you ask me, Monday when he hits, we should definitely put a claim into him because not only is he uh, would be the best player on our team on offense for sure, 
yeah. but a most talented one. I think that he would also he we just owe him this year, which we have enough cap to do, and the next two have years are yeah, the next two years are um, unguaranteed. So if it don't work out for the rest of this season, we can let him go for nothing. And I and um and worst case we could trade him and anything we get for him will be a win. Let's so, let's all, let's also keep let's also keep this in mind, all right? The back half of our schedule is easier than the front half. Yeah. We can beat Philly both times. We can beat the Giants again. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced we can't beat Dallas because I'm not sold on Dallas. Me neither. I'm sold on teams I, the, the, I didn't, you know, Minnesota gave Dallas a win. I feel like that uh, we saw what Denver did today. I haven't been particularly impressed by Dallas when they played decent defenses. So call me crazy. Call me optimistic. Call me Pollyannish. Whatever you want to call it, I'm not sold on Dallas. Dallas also has never been a traditionally, well, I shouldn't say this, has not been a traditionally good November and December team. Right. In the past two decades, all right. This is a team that always jumps out early and fades. The only time they ever play well at the end of the season is if they completely suck at the beginning. This is not well, a team that puts together complete seasons. There oh, are they are two games away from getting into the playoffs from the East. They they need if they don't completely implode, they should walk in with the division championship. They're six and two right now. They, everyone else is three and six, three and six, and two and six. It is theirs to lose. As bad as they are, they should walk away with this easily. But let's see who. So for the rest of the season, here's their schedule. They have Atlanta, Kansas City, Vegas, New Orleans, us twice, the Giants, the Cardinals, and Philadelphia. They're not gonna get in, bro. Dallas is great. Fuck up. I'm telling you, so who's it going to be? The Giants? Someone's no got to get in. I don't know. Has Dallas, to get in. Dallas is going to limp in or fuck up. It's going to be right. one of two. Here's the Giants' schedule: Tampa, Philly, Lost. Miami, LA Chargers. They can win that one. Dallas, Philly, they Chicago, they Washington. They can, win they can win that one. They can win that one. So you think it's going to be the Giants, huh? Giants? No, no, no. I don't know who's going to be. Let's look at ours. Let's look at ours. Okay. We have, excuse me, next weekend, starting off out of the bye, Tampa, that's a loss, right? Yeah. Carolina, that's a win, I think, should be. Seattle, let's see if Russell Wilson's back. <laughs> if he's back, eh, I'd count as a loss. Should have been a win last year. Should have. Um, uh, Seattle, Vegas, that's going to be kind of hard. I don't know if we can be Vegas. Dallas. By the way, these are my wins right here. Yeah. So you got Dallas after Vegas, Philly, Dallas, Philly, New York Giants. There you go. Eight and one. Boom. Ooh. Eight and one. It's Yikes. possible. It's it, very no, possible. it is it is possible, especially with all the division games. That put us at 10 wins for the season. No way. Which would which would make my prediction correct? Please don't. <laughs> and then which would put us right around pick twenty to twenty three, which we don't need to be. Oh man, I don't think we're going rookie quarterback. I, hate to say this. I think I if, if think we don't get picked, I think we I, go. With I, I, I hate this concept of well, we should get a better draft position for one player. 
you're only going really you're moving up for one player. I don't care what they do. Just get your quarterback. Take a shot. Oh, and I'm going for Aaron Rodgers. Or uh, although I will say this, having watched the Rams this year, I told you know, and having watched the Lions, well, Lamar Jackson might not sign. Plus, I totally understand why Ron wanted Matt Stafford. Although tonight, oh, yeah, he is. Not he that. is tonight. Matt Stafford is just getting harassed Booty by the juice. Titans defense. But here's the thing. The Titans have kind of built their team the way Ron wanted to build the team, except for except for minus the the, the running attack. If yeah. Scott Turner would commit to the run, we could be the Titans. True. Control the we clock, could. pound it out, grind it out. And you can't, you don't want we see. I'm not saying Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson is, is Derrick Henry. He's not. But Antonio Gibson, Jarrett Patterson, JD McKissick combined can give you a decent enough running attack uh that you can you know be that kind of that kind of team. Yeah. And people say that team you can't do that. Oh, this is the modern NFL. You have to have a franchise quarterback and three all-world receivers and blah 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 and I'm like Tennessee Tennessee only just now has a passing offense. Yeah. They've been in the run first for sure. Yeah, so, so don't tell me it can't be done. And 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 look, Jason Vrabel, defensive-minded coach. Or was it not Jason? Is it Jason Vrabel? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, yeah. Mike Vrabel, defensive coach, former defensive player. All right. Ron Rivera, former defensive player, defensive-minded coach. Your so blueprint talk- is there. Yeah. So let's talk some... NBA again. Let's look at the Phoenix Suns. What's going on in Phoenix Suns? So this is another big bombshell that dropped. So we had our stuff. We had the Raiders. Now we got the Phoenix Suns. They are next up on the chopping block. So apparently there's years and years of seven, a 17-year tenure of this owner, Robert Sarver, of the Phoenix Suns with a whole bunch of people, over 70 current and former employees who have described, you know, toxic and hostile racism and sexism under this dude's tenure. So there's some pretty, some of the stuff is pretty damning, damning, if true, you know, dropping, you know, blatant racial slurs at meetings, which was completely, I guess, verified by multiple people on multiple occasions. So unlike, you know, the stuff with Dan Snyder, at least there's some some pretty solid stuff going on with this. But this is the next line. Smoking gun. This is the next in line. Yeah, this is the next in line of, uh, you know, welcome to our world. Sucks to be you, but, you know, (laughs) welcome. Welcome to the have a seat at the table. Welcome. Come sit with us. Come 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 sulk and sorrow with us. Although I think there's a lot more direct stuff on this owner than, than with Dan Snyder. So this guy's probably going to fall. I don't, I wonder if this is, what was the, who was the other guy they, they forced to sell? Was it the Philly owner? Donald Sterling. He owned Philly? No, he no owned Clippers. Clippers. Clippers, Clippers, Donald Sterling. This, this kind of s- smells like the Donald Sterling 2.0, a little bit. I thought there was a, they got North Carolina's too, uh, Carolina Panthers owner too, right? Panthers for what? He did something. The Panthers owner. Oh yeah, Jerry Richardson. Yeah. He did something. Panthers. Oh, he was forced to sell because they oh, had yeah. a smoking gun. 
Yeah. I mean, NBA, they're in the middle of an investigation, so we shall see. I don't know. Oh, but it seems like there's lots of people willing to talk about this. Well, do because there's, there's something to talk about directly about the owner. So that's the thing I keep trying to tell people. Just being a bad owner or being absent does not is not a fireable or removable offense. That's that's the thing, and I, and I get consider I get called all this like the stuff of being a Snyder apologist. No, an apologist for fact, and an apologist for objective, you know, views of these things. I think Dan Snyder's been overall a terrible owner. Yeah, and I'm a fan yeah. ambassador. Okay, and I'm still saying that. Hear me say this again. Overall, Dan Snyder. Been a terrible owner. Even when he's been absent, the people he had picked for a long time to be the football people were terrible choices. All right. Vinny Serrato for 10 years and then Bruce Allen for 10 years. Yep. But I like the direction we've gone since. I'm willing to give that a little bit of time. I gave Bruce Allen some time, I gave Vinny Serrato some time. I gave Vinny Serrato very little time relative to Bruce Allen because Bruce Allen actually came from an NFL franchise and had a background. Uh, but we turned out that really Bruce Allen was was the devil in disguise. I don't think Dan Snyder's quite that guy. So I mean, I haven't, and we haven't seen any evidence to to the contrary. That's true. I say the same thing. We got there's a there's a lot of coaches. Uh, former employees, a lot of players that hate their time that they spend in Washington. And I haven't heard one of them say any of these things against Dan directly once. Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard – and we've all heard people even say Bruce was racist. We've heard Galette bust out Bruce. We've seen Williams bust out Bruce. We've seen people say all kinds of stuff about those guys, but I've never heard anybody say that Daniel Snyder is, is any of these things directly. Doesn't mean he's not. He could very well be, but uh, I haven't heard but anyone when, say when you, when you're not active, when you're not talking to the fan base, when you trot Bruce out there in front of it, people are left to their imaginations. So, well, unfortunately for Washington, though, uh, anytime that Mister or Missus Snyder have uh, engaged with the public, it's made things worse. So why do it at all? Yeah. Well, here you go. Well, here or you go. just get a good PR person to tell you what to say. That's what. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Here's know. here's the Jerry Richardson thing, all right. Sexual. Uh, it was at least four former Panthers employees have re- received quote significant end quote monetary settlements due to inappropriate workplace comments and conduct by owner Jerry Richardson, including sexually suggestive language and behavior, and on at least one occasion directing a racial slur at an African American Panthers scout. Nothing like that has really been leveled at Dan, except for one. That one thing about something happening in Vegas with a cheerleader, but no one's been able to substantiate that. And it was on a plane with a bunch of people on it, and no one says, "Yeah, that happened." No, nah, he got people with somebody, franchise anymore. So it was somebody. It was somebody told the cheerleader to sleep with them. It made the owner happy or some shit, wasn't it, or something like that. That's still not directly implicating the it owner. It was someone else did. It. Like, there's right. a lot of stuff where people say that, <clears> oh, they were acting on behalf of Dan, but no one can tie it. And until you have tangible evidence, you can't. Bro, I grew up in rap. I grew up in rap rap culture. I grew up doing hip hop shows, and you'd be amazed at the things women would do to get to another guy. 
Yeah, we. We've You'd be seen amazed with those with those front door guys and those managers and those dancers and those backup guys. Those those guys, dudes, say to girls to make them believe that they are so close to the main act, so they'll get a girl. Oh, it's amazing. That's crazy. I had someone on Twitter hit me today and said that they think that uh, and I almost agree, but I don't. They're talking about they think that when you lie to a woman and she give you some pussy. That you should be that should be like a sexual crime. I get in a way I understand the whole duping your way into some pussy should be illegal. Like in the sense that if you pour something in a drink or say that you're somebody that you're not, you know, to to get some pussy, like, yeah, I'm the guy you met online when you're not, you know. But if you're just like, yeah, man, I made hundred fifty thousand dollars last year, we only made twenty, and she gives some pussy on the strength of that, I don't see no harm in that, dude. Like personally, it, 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 I don't understand the, the. You know how many women lie to dudes and give them pussy off of just trying to get something out of them. Like it's it's, it's like the same thing. It's games happened to me. Almost. It happened to, it, it happened to every guy, bro. Every guy's been, every guy's gotten some pussy because some girl thought they could advance out of it, man. Some kind of a way, maybe not in a in a move up in a business kind of way, but man, how many dudes? How many times is a girl wanting to bone you because you're on a sports team? Or because she's popular, or because she knows somebody, or because she work at a certain place. You know, there's all kinds of motherfuckers do that shit, dude. In the world, not all women, but some women do it. Just like there's some guys out there that'll lie and cheat to get some pussy. They'll do that shit. I'm a doctor, really work at the gas station. There's all kinds of bad people in the world, bro. Well, for all two of our female listeners. We <laughs> <laughs> we we understand if you don't if, if you don't come back after that 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 skit that we just did, but in 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 in, in 2015, did you know the Hawks owner had to sell too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said that shit about uh, Lou Alden, didn't he? Uh, 850 million dollars. It was a it was an inquiry, and I guess it was an internal email that he sent, and I quote. Included several racially tinged observations on the Hawks' gay night fan base. I can just imagine what that shit said. Man, he and said this shit about Lou Aldine too, man. Yeah, Clippers. I mean, so Mark Cuban got some heat too in 2018. Yeah, but all he did was he donated 10 million charities, and it, nothing happened to him. It was an article. Was, it, was, it, was it wasn't interview. directly at him. Also, was it? Was it directly at him? No, it was an it was an it was an interview that right. came in after a a article. By the way, we ever speaking of that of, of donations, we ever find out if Dan Snyder is still donating to uh, Native American tribes? I think he is not. <laughs> the, they had that whack ass, uh, was it First Americans Foundation or something like that that they created? Who which knows? Is funny because they, they, yeah, but which is funny because if you listen to Chris Cooley, it's like they seem to, those tribes seem to appreciate it, they didn't see have a yeah. problem with it. We're getting paid. <laughs> Damn well, they didn't have a problem with the name either. They getting yeah. paid. Yeah. Well. All right. You'd be so, amazed why they call me a nigga for the right amount of money. Tell <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> out. <laughs> man, we. So let's let's talk nonsense, non sports stuff here, real quick, man. So, Dev, you brought this idea up. Kanye was on was on Drink Champs, and I got a, a GQ article here. I'm just gonna quickly recap what gq says are the five wildest moments 
from the drinks yeah. champs episode so so first off Thanks explain to everybody what drink what drink champs is for those who don't know real quick it's got uh nori from uh noriega capone a couple of his guys on there and they uh they have uh artists or different types of people in walks of life entertainers on the yeah. show and they interview them for about two or three hours and they got a couple games in there where they they ask you a question about a person and then they have you compare them like they'll say eric b rakim or tupac and you know if you can't decide, you got to drink. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of um, – so they were doing that stuff with him, and, and Kanye is just answers in the most honest Kanye way possible to all of the answers. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's pretty uh, – you know, some, I always um, – we'll probably talk about him later too, Dave Chappelle. I always – he had an interview one time where, where – uh, they were asking – I think it was Oprah where somebody asked him where the people thought you were crazy when you quit your show. And he said, crazy is kind of dismissive. You know, it, you call somebody crazy, you need to ask yourself, why are they crazy? Because a lot of times those people aren't crazy, just sometimes they're put in crazy situations. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always say don't ever call anybody crazy. I don't think Kanye is crazy, man. He had a lot of good points and stuff he said, but other shit, man, definitely Fruit Loops and some, some yeah. ideas, man. Like, well, let me read you the, the wildest moments from the GQ article. Kanye said... He would absolutely do a versus against Drake and open up about their fraught relationship. He said, but I would absolutely need about four people to go at me at one time. I need producers. I need people to make good albums. I need people who make radio hits. I need every single Gemini specifically. So he's calling people out. Yeah, but who would you put against him in a versus? I have no idea. It would, you know, it would have to be Drake, right? But even if you say Drake, this, there's songs that Kanye didn't do. He can pull up on your ass because he produced. So, so, and you say 20 songs. If we're only doing a 20 song versus, Kanye got 20 songs for him, man. Easily. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He can't use 100 songs in a verse. He's only use 20. It'd be hard to beat him, man. It'd be hard like to beat him if you just did a beats or producers versus. It'd be hard. You'd have to get yeah. Dr. Dre out of there. He said, he said, West also said he made a group tech with Jay-Z, Kim Kardashian, Kid Cudi, Pusha T, Drake, and Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. He said, he told him, he put all that I, make, I make more, I worry, I'm worth more than all of y'all on this text combined. So he was also asked about cancel culture. He said, repeatedly saying, I love it. I'm above it. And then he said, just blaze caught some of the harshest criticism of the night from Kanye. I think Talib Talib Kali did personally. You think so? Yeah. He also said former music artist Big Sean and John Legend were skewered too. So he he yeah. he gave them a piece. He said, I already decided when I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. <laughs> the worst thing I ever signed, or the worst thing I ever done was sign Big Sean. So that's crazy. Clearly, he doesn't like Big Sean. John Legend too. I don't know what John Legend did to him. Well, Big John Legend was on him about the Trump hats. Yeah, and he and left. So was uh, Talib Kweli. Same good, reasons, They were what, under the label Good Music Artist G O O D. Yeah, yeah. Pusha T is the president of that, by the way. Yeah, I love Push, man. King Push. My God. And then, according to Kanye, Kim Kardashian is still my wife. West appears to have a different idea where his relationship is headed. She's still my wife, Kanye said. But she went on SNL Saturday Night Live, I don't know how long ago, not too long ago, October, 
And then she talked about she divorced him. So I don't know. You're right. Like you said earlier, maybe he hasn't gotten the papers. He said he, he, he said goes, he never, he never got Saturday the Night Live made my wife say I divorced him on TV because they just wanted to get that bar off. I've never seen papers. We're not even divorced. My kids want the parents stay together. I want us to be together. I don't know. Hey, if you ever if you ever been divorced, you know exactly how it feels. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're not divorced till you divorce, bro. Not till a judge stamps stamps on the piece right. of paper. Right. Nope. I think all of us have been there too, so we know how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kanye's on some other stuff that like he he's out there. He is out there a little bit. You you yeah. gotta you gotta admit that. He's out there. He's he's definitely strayed from the old Kanye. I love the old Kanye. Like not the not or, the or Kanye kind of came in right at the at the front of social media. He came in right after he, did. he was already kind of a known name before it hit everyone social media since Facebook. He was already kind of popular before that. But when you started getting the mic in his face and he became the star, not just a in a part of a group of stars, that's yeah. when you got he might have already. He might have always been like that. Is what I'm saying. He might have True. always been this guy. He, yep. I don't know if any of you guys ever lost a parent or anything, but it, it's terrible. Number one, but two, what it also does is it frees you up. It's it's a weird feeling, man. Until you go through it yourself, it, it pretty much emancipates you from all judgment, bro. And then there's probably a lot of shit he couldn't say when Donda was around. And now he can say, and she probably would have told him, just like John Legend and Talib Kweli said, man, you fucking up. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell Donda, fuck you, get off my record label. You can do it to them dudes. You can't do it to Donda. So when Donda dies, who holds you down, bro? And that, yeah. that's probably what happens, man. Like, it's it's a, uh, it's a, a famous quote, and you probably know it, Phil. It said, uh, freedom is what you choose to do with what they give you or something like that. Right? You, you know, freedom is what you yeah. choose to do with the freedom that you, you have. And, and that that's, it sounds like what's going on with uh, Kanye West. Well, speaking of the, you know, the actual show he was on drink champs, like Where's Nori, you? like I used to be the, I still am. Nori is on all my playlists. What, what? But like, yeah. When, so yeah. when, when the Neptunes well, produced it, that start doing Super when they, Thug right there. Yes, yeah. Super Thug. That whole album yeah. produced by by Chad and uh, Pharrell, like from the Neptunes, like that was oh, what good memories that brings me back. That's a, to like that's a rapper out there. His name is Thirty Eight Special. Uh-huh. That's a rapper thing. Thirty Eight Special. Sound with Brazilda. He sounds like Nori Conda. He gives yeah. me the Nori vibes. Nori vibes. He's got a little. He got. He's a little more bar heavy, but. He definitely uh, has the same kind of voice and inflections if you listen to him rap, man. He's uh-huh. real good. He's real Does good. He also yeah. throw out random bars like Neptune's got Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Uh, Neptune's, Neptune's, Neptune's got Cocker Spaniel. In a verse. I was like, what the fuck you want, Nori? Who do you got? Neptune's or Timbaland in a verse? Ooh. See the problem is the Neptunes they're 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 not doing anything together these days, so it's hard. To, it's hard. I, it's it's twenty songs of classics. You ain't got to be current. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, I know, versus, I know, I know. But they haven't done anything like all the materials old as shit. 
for the Neptunes. Everybody's material versus his own. No, uh, the Neptunes. Now, okay, but you have to class. You have to clarify this. Is it Neptunes pure or Neptunes produced? Because they're pure. Okay, so so you have a lot of options there because the Neptunes touched a lot of different songs. Yeah, over that. So did, I mean, Cymbaline. So he did, yeah. but I'm talking. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Uh, fucking. Uh, mm, that's a good one. Uh, Cry me a river. What's it gonna be that? JT. I mean, what's it gonna be? Dirty South. Uh huh. Cage out. What's it gonna be that dog? You gotta realize. Here's the thing. Y'all don't what's realize that. All of the, all these people. And what's you've gonna named, beat that? I, 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 I love Pharrell. What's gonna beat that, man? All these that you've named, Virginia Beach, Norfolk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. People sleep. People how about sleep how about that. Britney Spears? I'm a slave. Man. They touched that. Toxic. That was it. Who did Toxic? Was that? I don't know who did Toxic. No. They they hit a JT out. They hit a Timberlake album too. A whole album. Yeah. That's right. Timberlake's first album was, was in the Neptunes. woods. Was, was well, no, hold on. That album was both. We Neptunes did Man in the Woods. And it was the last I didn't care for that one. Man, JT spent all this time in, in, down in the tide water. <laughs> and and it, it, it's hard to differentiate too because things from Nashville. Aren't you? A lot of it was Neptune's base, and then there was a there was some that was just Pharrell base, but it had that Neptune's flavor. Yeah. Like the songs he did with Snoop, the first clips album. album. Beautiful, beautiful. My is one of my all-time favorite uh, R&B combo. I I hate that song. You don't? I love that song. I don't. don't, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. But it was like a good. It was a. It was a good new vibe for Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a good new vibe for Snoop. I just not my thing. Not that's a good question, Dev. Like the next. I like grinding though. Grinding's a good one. You can clearly tell they, they their 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 style just had like they did something with uh was it Mace back in the day? Why are you looking at me? Looking at me? Dun, 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 looking at me? Yeah, that was there. That was all there. Hey, Mace, Mace, but then, or... but then when when Timberland wants to you know show some versatility, he pops out there with uh you know Jay Z with Lobster and Scrimp. I mean, really? Well, I believe Timberland also did. Wonder Public's too late to apologize. I could be I could be wrong, but I think I think that he did. He did the version that actually charted, which was a remix. Actually, okay. Who did Big Pimpin'? Was that was that Timberland? No, Pimpin'. I don't know who that dun, was. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, look at all of like the first. That clips might have been al- look at the first actually. clips album, the first one they came out with. Yeah. Lord Willen, all Lord Neptunes, Willen. all Neptunes. That song, yeah. Mister Me Too. Oh my gosh, what a good song. Too, the, you know, it's a diss song to the uh, Cash Money, right? Yep. Yeah. He did, they did, um, Money. they did a ton. They did, which which Blueprint album did they hit a couple songs up on with Jay Z? I think it was Blueprint 2. Like, Excuse Me, Miss. No, that was, uh, yeah, Blueprint 2. You're right. Blueprint 2. There was, but there was, there was a couple other songs scattered through there. I don't know, man. Their pure songs weren't that good. They had like Rockstar. They had, you know, you talking about nerd. Nerd, nerd was yeah. a different deal. They were trying to be a rock band. Nori's nothing. Okay, Nori's nothing. Who did that? Uh, one? Neptunes. Really? I didn't remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, um, I do remember that. I do remember that. The clips had some good songs too. Like uh when's the last time you heard it like this? Like that that was off the original. That was a good one too. 
what else? What else? I'm trying to remember some of the Snoop songs. They did a couple. They did a they did a couple collabs with Busta. Um, Busta, right oh, now. Nelly. Um, Country hot Grammar. in here. Hot in here. That's oh. that's that's yeah, a it Neptune's is, that is, beat. It is a Neptune. That's a Neptune's beat. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. So they they have they they touched a lot. There's probably some out there that we don't even know of. Like. I can't even think of them. You think I'll think of them probably tomorrow when when I, when I wake up. Remember yeah, Nori, Nori. Speaking of Nori, well, you know what, he happy, happy, thing, happy, is a, happy is a hit. You, you gotta realize happy, everything yeah. Missy Elliott did for for you know, was all Timbaland. Was all, all Timbaland. Same with Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah, too. Aaliyah too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta think of. I tell you another one. Jermaine Dupree, you can throw in there too. Back in oh, the era. JD, he did. Yeah. He I hate to say so, but yeah. JD doesn't quite hand, hand, uh, stand up. I like to see a mace. I like to see a mace versus Nelly battle, man. I don't know why I won't see that. Yeah, remember um, Justin Timberlake, Senorita, Senorita. No, you don't remember that one? That was a Neptune's beat. I don't remember that. One. No, he did Nelly, who did Nelly Ritados beat promiscuous girl and the other one? That was Timbaland. Yeah, yeah, it was Timbaland. Yeah, he, he, rough, he that was all Timbaland. He's rough. Um, hey man, that would be a good one. The, and the, that the, really, you gotta realize people forget how much production can come out of that that Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. You got Timbaland, you got Neptunes. That's where Teddy Riley's done a lot of you know. Out ooh, of, yeah. ooh, ooh, I like to see a Teddy Riley and a. Go against like a Quincy Bryant, Quincy Jones. Quincy eat his ass up though. Yeah, he tried to go get. Hold on, he tried to go against Babyface. Babyface, it was a close one, but Babyface was big broing him the whole time. Yeah, he got in the face. Oh, he he got it's not really That's fair. So it's not really fair when when the Babyface can use L.A. Reed and L.A. Reed and all them LaFace. He can use all that shit. That's a rough. Cause you got all new edition DVD, Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill. Like it's hard to. Guy, you got some of the guy songs with probably LaFace, man. Aaron Halls, especially. Some R. Kelly in there. This will be it'll be rough to beat him. Speaking of Kardashian, you remember <laughs> remember that Ray J song with Lil Kim? Wait a minute. Oh yeah. Oh, that one another uh, ne- another Neptune's beat. Another Neptune's beat. Britney yeah, Spears, I'm a slave. Like, I'm going through discographies right now. Like I am too. I just I just found one. Grimy, Noriega, Pharrell, or uh, Jada Kiss, Knock Yourself Out. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, I love Knock that yourself one. Out. Knock Yourself Out. Pastor Cavassier Part 2. That was the one I was Damn. Buster. I want to see Buster getting the... I want to know who he could fight, who would go against in the verse, though. But... Uh, I don't know. That'd be a good one. Usher, You Don't Have to Call... Beautiful. I don't like that. Usher, don't Usher like versus Bobby Brown would be a good one. Yeah. Mystical oh, Danger. Babyface. What happened to that That's boy? That's who it could be. Buster Rounds yeah. versus Mystical. Mr. Buster Rounds and Mr. Cow. Fabulous. Holla back. That's a classic, too. Remember he was on the train on that video? Yeah, that was definitely Neptunes all the way. Yes. Kellis Milkshake. I forgot Milkshake was done by the Neptunes. Oh, yeah. Justin Timberlake, Rock Your Body, Southern Hospitality, Ludacris. That was that was Neptune's Holla Back Girl, Gwen Stefani, Drop It Like It's Hot, of course. I Just Want to Love You, Jay-Z, Shake Your Ass was Mystical and Pharrell. And Super Thug, number two, number one, Clips Grinding. So they got that would be, you know what? That would be a really good one. That I don't would. know. I'm biased. I'm biased, but that's just I know you you're definitely a bit more of a Neptune's dude. I'm yeah. more of a Timbaland guy. Timbaland to me was like 
when I was in high school and college, like that was a dude who, if I ever got, you know, got it big, I'd want him producing my shit. I forgot yeah. to tell him to get sexy back too. I'm bringing sexy. Yeah. Get your yeah. freak on. J- hey, JT just hit, he just had the best producer in his shit. Pony. Genuine. Mm hmm. Oof. That's Timberland too. That's Timberland too, man. Summer love. What is, what is he doing? Jesus Christ. What is man? he doing he some, today? He got some issues, man. Yeah, that'd be a good Promiscuous, one. Promiscuous, it said that. Who would, uh, what is Timbaland doing today? Is he still producing? Like, is he retired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I still, know he does a lot of. No, hold on. Him and Swizz are the ones who made uh, Versus. He's making money off of Versus. Uh, right. He does, he's yeah, he does passively does. making all that money. <laughs> Just let the thing do itself. All right. Well, you mentioned Dave Chappelle earlier, Dev. So let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Now, when you want to talk about Dave Chappelle, you talk about his special he had come out. The closer thing, yeah, the closer. on Netflix. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I just know it was very What's wrong with you, bro. Not controversial. Well, yeah, controversial. He made some controversy. So, what did he say? What What did he talk about? In ah, uh, well, in, he said he agreed with the um, the Harry Potter writer lady about how you know men are created men, women are created women, and that's a that's a that's I think it's a group that's called Fern. I'm, I'm probably butchering with the acronym. But I guess you can't basically that the movement are mad. He basically says that you can't include the feminist movement and you can't include trans women in the feminist movement. That's what he was saying. Right. Uh, That was one of the big things that he kind of put out there. Basically, it was a play play on his joke that he had said that that Caitlyn Jenner became woman of the year after only being on for eight months. And you got, you know, women that. Our NFL head coach, our NFL coaches, and NBA coaches, and also in the sports world, has accomplished things. Been, been struggling for 40, 50 years being a woman. Yeah, you know, and that, that's a, that's what he was trying to basically say that there are women out there that are angry at trans women for being treated more like a woman than they are. And so. here's the thing: is that like, I'm not going to get deep into the arguments of it all, but there he made valid points. If people want to have an take an objective look at something that seems to inflame passions within certain groups, and he also made it. He also on a special made a comment talk about. It's funny because now that you've seen a couple examples pop up, you see people saying this. But he he was talking about how he was talking about uh, how the LBG, uh, LGBT community seems to have more power and influence. To get things changed in their favor than the black community, and he kind of made a reference to that. He says, "I wish we had that kind of power," and that was that was. Uh, but he, of course, Dave Chappelle said it in the way that Dave Chappelle can. I'm trying to break it down into ten seconds. Basically, basically he said he was jealous that he was jealous. to get uh, their stuff taken care of before everybody else. If he went, on, if you watch the closer, he he says a joke about child molestation. You know, he says a uh, Asian joke. He says black jokes. He says jokes against women. He says nobody's jokes against nobody's men. safe. Nobody's safe. Nobody nobody gave a fuck though. But no He's one's been ever safe years, with Dave Chappelle. But as I'm soon as he makes a joke about now. gay people, it's like, oh man, the world is crashing down. And the and the whole show was basically built on that premise. Watch this. I'm gonna say the most obscene things I could say about everyone. But as soon as I get on them, it's gonna make news. He almost seemed to laugh at you while he was telling you these jokes. He knew it was coming. You can yeah. Not only that, do you see? Did you see what happened? He actually—they filmed him on stage at one of his shows since then. Um, 
and he basically kind of fired back at everyone who had something to say about that. And he says, he basically said, you can't cancel me. I'll determine when you cancel me. And he closed it. He closed it in the greatest way possible. And he says, and Hannah Gadsby still ain't funny. And she's I thought that either. was great because that woman has set. She's got I'm going to say this now. All right. Women have made so much progress in the field of stand-up comedy. And that's a field that has been very male-dominated for a long time. All right. It was never for a long time. It was women aren't funny. Women aren't funny. Warren McDonald made a career out making that joke. Although when he did it, it was funny because Rest Norm, McDonald, Norm McDonald shit on everybody. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest yeah, in peace, Norm McDonald. But here lately, you see a lot of funny female comedians that come out. And then they trot out Hannah Gadsby, who uh, has set the progress that women have made. You can put that right over my face as I say that. (laughs) She has set the progress back that women have made in comedy by 50 years. That woman is horrifically unfunny. I don't think she's like, that's a couple of days that's funny, but her expression was as good as it gets. So if you watch that, that's as good as you're going to get with her right now. I, I think. If that's as good as it gets with her, then she's not funny. And women should be mad that they're trying this out. This is the epitome of female comedy? What's the no. what's the, what's the one uh, that's got the, the movie on Netflix? The movie, by the way, is funny. Where she finds this guy she, at the airport and pretty much cons her the whole time. She likes him. I can think of her name. She's real pretty, man. A blonde uh, comedian chick. Not Amy, uh, Nikki nah, not Amy yeah, Nikki Glazer, Nikki Glazer, Glazer. stand up, not funny to me, bro. No movies, <laughs> movies and shit, where she's hosting stuff like the uh battle roast, funny as fuck. Like, I don't she's know a great how that comedian, although we'll say, see, I think she her stand ups, her stand ups, a hell of a lot funnier than Hannah Gadsby, yeah, um, definitely. Yes, probably my, my favorite yes. female, my favorite female stand up right, right now is uh, probably Eliza Slashinger. Yeah. Her shit is hilarious. Eliza Schlesinger is hilarious. If you haven't checked her out, Steve, you're kind of looking blank on me now. Yeah. I like Ali Wong. Ali Wong is probably my favorite female comedian right now. Ali Wong's pretty funny, although I think she's better in movies, too. She's good in movies, but you ain't see Baby Cobra. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It wasn't. You, you need to watch that, Steve. You ain't seen it on Netflix. But, you know, Dude, I'm again, out like of my, said, my like stand-up said, game is off. I don't, I don't watch a lot There's a couple of good ones out there, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the what's the guy that the one that you would really appreciate? What's the guy that helps write Dave Chappelle stuff? The white guy. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, not Gary Owen, is it? Mm-mm. Gary Owen. No, buddy, is fucking shit, dude. Gary oh. Owen's funny. Um, that's not who I'm thinking of. I have no idea. To be honest with you. Yeah, your stand-up game seems to be a little off. It, it is, man. I, it, it's always been Neil, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. Okay, he's yeah. he's hilarious, man. You would love. He has a he has a battle with like a mental illness and stuff like that, social yeah. anxieties, a bunch of stuff, and he's on all kinds of stuff. And he has like a three mic setup. It's real intimate, but it's hilarious, man. But because he laughs at real life shit he's going through that you would know. And he was like the guy. If you watch the Black White Supremacist on Dave Chappelle, he was a guy in the background whose head blew up and shit. He helped co-write the whole show. He he was like Dave Chappelle's best friend. He was like, "Hey, I made up an idea to this dude at a function about this guy that you know gets some weed, gets in trouble with the police and stuff." Man, he said they want us to do a movie. He said, "I ain't never shot a movie." So I told him you're the director. So he wrote, he helped direct and write Half Baked. 
Oh, nice. So, and, and out the street, they're never doing it before. He talks about yeah. it. No, so, there, so, there really is. It's funny because stand up kind of died for a while. And then when Netflix started. I like getting, Joe Rogan, too, by the way. Yeah, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan stand up is fun. He's a good stand up. Oh, he's that's Neil Brennan. Okay. I just go. He's going to, he's going to, yeah, he's going to, he's good at a lot of things, oddly. Uh, very underrated. I didn't know he was like 56 years old or some shit, too. He's an older guy, yeah. too. I used to like watching uh, Aziz and Sorry. He kind of got canceled too, but he had a good. Aziz and Sorry got canceled for the wrong reasons. He, he did. He, but you see, he, you know what though? I saw a lot of women that I know who were on very, very strong in the hashtag Me Too, and they're big on canceling people. Actually, defend Aziz because they were like, "This, this isn't the same thing." But Aziz also kind of took himself out. Yeah. A lot of he got a lot more. He didn't really get canceled so much as that. I think he just didn't want to be in that spotlight anymore. Right. So he kind of removed himself because he directed and wrote that latest season of Master of None, which yes. I haven't watched yet. It's been on my two watch list. It's supposed to be like Master of None, like, the first two seasons was fucking oh, lit. That last great. season was yeah. worse. fantastic. That last season was horrible. And I love the actress that plays the main role in that in the new season of. But that well, whole, he wrote that. You see, he wrote that. He wanted to. He wanted to step back and write something for someone else instead of writing for himself. It's 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 a it's a, it has a good dialogue, man. But it just, I think if they had just gave her a show on her own, I would have liked it better than to call it Master and Done or whatever. And he's not. Yeah, in. I think they were trying to try and give her some shine off yeah. the strength of that show because but I got I got shine off her from uh, Ready Player One. She was the best character on that. I still haven't watched that movie. Which she, one? That, was she, Ready was she uh, Artemis? The giant. She, she was the, the Oh, she was H. Yeah. H. H. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who's good at stand-up is, um, what's his name? Jay Farrow. Jay, Jay Farrow. Farrow. Jay Farrow yeah, is like good. Farrow. You know who was terrible to me? Hannibal. Not Hannibal. big uh, Hannibal Burris guy? Yeah, I don't think he's funny, bro. And I... I think he, I think he's good in movies somewhat, but I, I never like. Do you know what I think is a great? Do you know what I think is a? He's he's a funny dude in interviews. I bet he's funny in person though. A dude who a dude I think is no funny Hannibal's in great man. Hannibal's awesome. Hannibal. I bet he's a, I bet in person he's like hilarious, but I, I watch his stand ups. So I'm like, it ain't really that funny to me. In neighbors. <laughs> yeah, he's funny in neighbors. <laughs> but you see, like um, Donnell Rawlings. Donnell funny Rawlings, as shit. He's funny as hell in interviews. Yeah, oh yeah. He's one of those he's one of those comedians that other comedians really like, but I think he's maybe maybe it's just you you have to be in that club to really get his shit. I don't know. Cause there's some comedians like that who it's like they're not popular amongst mainstream audiences so much, but they are really popular amongst sta- other stand ups. I, I think I think I think I think Rollins would be good in a podcast setting. Like if he, he has, has, he, has he, he has his own podcast too. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan got him one. No, no, no. Rawlings has his own podcast. Right, I'm saying Joe Rogan got it for him. They're like, oh, they, did they he? got the same producers. Yeah, okay. they got. They talk about it a lot yeah. of times. They go on Chuck's show. Larry. Yeah, yeah, it's, he's hilarious as a person. I bet. Yeah, like I feel that way about Hannibal uh, Burris. I, I feel like if I met him or went to a show, I laugh. But when I watch it like on TV, I'm like, this ain't really that funny. I miss your boy. Uh, the one that what's his name that died? It was funny. He was on the office every now and then. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, you do, man. Ah, uh, fuck, man. Google everything. I'm like, I didn't. I I only got to like season midway through season two of the office, and I'm like, I don't get it. I, he's got a he's got like a, a woman's name. <laughs> Hold on, 
I hate to say it about him too, man. Dude, I watched the office all the time, but I don't know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? He worked in the warehouse with the old boy, man. He was like, whenever dude ran over to, with the forklift, Michael Scott's like, Michael, damn it, Michael. He's, <laughs> he was he worked dude. in the warehouse with um Yeah. What's oh, his name? You talking about um Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill. Patrice is funny. Patrice Darryl, is, yes. uh, Craig, Patrice is Craig Robinson. Patrice is hilarious. He's talking Patrice about Patrice is still alive right now. He'd be running things, dog. He's not. He's, he, he, here's the thing. He's thinking. He's talking about Craig Robinson, but he's talking. Yeah. He really means. No, Patrice no. O'Neal. Craig Robinson was in there, too. But Patrice, Patrice O'Neill was in the office, man. He was downstairs working with Craig Robinson. Oh, no, no. Okay. Bro. No, I had to Google his picture. I got to Google yeah. his face. Patrice yes. was down there. Go, Patrice, go to the opposite episode where he Patrice runs over the same with Patrice O'Neill's best work. clean that up, Michael. Damn Patrice it. O'Neal's best work was when he would go in and, and be a guest on Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Patrice, Patrice was Patrice so his word on that. Because him and Jim Norton man. would just go back and forth with uh, Anthony Cumia. Um, hey, when, you, when you got time, Steve, go on YouTube and look up like Patrice O'Neal stand-ups. Yeah, man, you'll I will. Be, you'll, I will. Be, you'll be rolling over in stitches, man. <laughs> He's hilarious. He would have been yeah. a star. This, this, and it. He was so Patrice far ahead of his time, man. Star when he, does. he was going to be a star, man. It's yeah. great happen. Sad. Look at that. Saw it. Twenty eleven. That's crazy. That's ten years. Gone ten years. Insane. What was office? No, when he passed. Oh, damn! It's been ten years almost. Yeah. Yeah, ten years. Jesus Christ! It said, um, yeah, November 29th, twenty eleven. He's only forty one. That's insane. From Boston. Yeah, to be funny. You know, Boston com- comedians have those, they're quick with punchlines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They punchline, punchline, punchline. Like fucking uh, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's real quick punchlines, man. Yep. Well, fellas, I think we've culminated here. If you haven't already done so, please go, please go give us a, a like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at WF Addicts. You can find us on social media, Facebook, anywhere you can get any of your preferred podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Anchor, what else is out there? Podbean, you name it. We on it. Search for us. Give, us. give us a review. Oh, I forgot give to us ask a you, like, bro. Share. What's up, Dev? Any of y'all go watch Eternals? No, not no. yet. I went to go see it. It's pretty it awesome. Good? I liked it, man. The story yeah. is really dope. Like, there's not really much I would change if you know the comics. Um, it's pretty dead on. It has a star-studded cast in it. I'll tell you that much. Man, the the cut the uh, the post the post credit just two of them. So stay for both. The post credit scenes are pretty cool, but you got to already know a lot of stuff. No, you know what I'm saying. It ain't the only ones you'll pick up right away. And they don't say this, but I'll go and tell you the, narr- the narrator of the second post credit. Rashala Ali is Blade. No. Yeah, he's got that Wesley Snipes look. Although I would like to see Idris. He narrates personally. at the end the credit. Idris is uh, uh he's in he's a Marvel guy or a DC guy. Yeah. Deadshot with. But you know the dude, I guess his name is Icarus in the Eternals. His name yeah. is Richard Madden. Have you seen the end of Dunkirk? You know Dunkirk, the movie yes. Dunkirk. So Crazy he's the movie. He, He's the lieutenant. He's Lieutenant Lieutenant Blake. He's the the, the kid's yeah. brother who died at the end. Wow. Um, yeah, and if you watch Black Mirror, he's in the episode of Black Mirror on, on Black Mirror. 
Amazon Prime. I see uh, John Snow's in this in that movie too. Yeah, Dane Whitman. He's gonna play the Black Knight. I guess is what he was gonna yeah. maybe end but up. But check being. this out. He's been a funny people. Kumail. That's who Blake's Kumail? to. Kumail huh? Kingo. He played Kingo in the movie. Kumail, the Indian guy. That Ooh. dude's funny too. His name is Kumail uh, Nanji. Uh, Oh, oh, oh come on. He played, yeah, he played yeah, Kingo. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that dude's yeah, yeah. funny, man. In all the movies yeah, he's been he's in. Everything, yeah. He's funny. Have you seen yeah. Hot I like Tom, it. I like him in uh, social uh, networking. And let's show this. Come on. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yes. Yeah. I like I him in, in Hot Tub Time Machine, too. He only had he's only in there. He was Part one's a classic, man. Part one's classic. Part two's not good, but I still watch Another comedian I don't think is funny in stand up, even though I remember back in Def Jam. Uh, Craig Robinson, but yeah. he shows he's funny. Oh, he's great. He's yeah. great. And this is the end. <laughs> yeah. Movie. My girl's never seen that. Oh, man. What a good I, movie. I didn't like it, man. It's like, got everybody in it. It's kind of cheesy. It is very cheesy, yeah. but those are all best friends anyways. All those people in the movie, they're all best friends. Real life. But, alright, fellas, well, it was fun games. for our little mini barbershop. We'll definitely have to do this again. We got to start doing this on a more regular basis. Uh, so we don't talk about this damn team as much. It's always fun to step away and and, and not talk about the team and, and just blow some steam off. But we'll end it with shout outs. Y'all got any shout outs to give before we close on out? No. Nope. Shout, shout out, out undefeated this weekend. Undefeated? Yeah, we didn't lose this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, according to Rob, we still uh, catching L's, dropping spots in power rankings. <laughs> But that's bound to happen when you don't play in other teams in your division until they move up. So, shout out to uh, my Dr. Pepper and my Fireball. Get me shout out to Sheba. There you go. Shout out to uh, our fans, who some of which great are are some of the most intelligent football minds around, and some of which I really imagine how they managed to get through the day without waking up, tripping over their own feet, and eating a bowl of rocks for breakfast. Um, but either way, I love you all. Love you all. We'll continue to we'll continue to have our dis- fruitful discussions in, in the group. I let my haters <laughs> be my motivators. Haters be my motivators. That's right. I don't have any shots. Go watch Eternals, man. Oh, did you watch the, uh, the Black Cowboy movie on Netflix, The Heart of They Fall? No. Stupid though, it? you need is it? You watch it with the wife tonight, bro. You tripping? We gotta finish. It's, Ted, it's real Ted Lasso. good. Finish Ted Lasso. Trudy, baby, huh? Gotta finish up. And they're Ted all Lasso. based on real cowboys. Like they all, it's not a true story, but it's a pulp fictiony type story based on real cowboys and shit. I didn't yeah. know the Long Ranger was black, bro. They don't teach us shit in school, man. I mean, the harder they, I got it on my watch list. I mean, it's definitely in the queue to watch, but I did not know the Long Ranger was black. There's the good the guy that plays the sheriff in it in this movie, he's the uh-huh. Lone Ranger. That's a Lone I mean, Ranger. I was I, I I try to watch anything Idris Alba sing because he's one of my favorite actors. I love Idris Alba. Really? I was given. I love Idris Alba, man. I don't I, dislike as a him. matter I of fact. I think he Idris should Alba be the next movies. James Bond. If you ask me, he was supposed to be. They're gonna was make he? a woman, bro. <laughs> if they if a woman gets to poor Idris Alba, I would be slightly offended. Man, a woman's gonna get the part though. He'd be perfect. Perfect. Jamie Bond. You ever seen that movie, The Losers? It's it's a stupid movie. Yeah. You seen it? Yeah. Yeah. He he was he was good in that movie. He I like him. I liked him in that movie with uh was him, 
Jason Statham and The Rock, whatever. They oh, there was like the Bionic Man, kind of. Yeah, that was a the um, the fast spinoff. Yeah, uh, Hob, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs yeah, and Shaw I like the end. I like I like that shit. That shit was hard. It was I like that better than Fast and Furious. It, it, you know, Fast and Furious is endless sequels forever. When like, you start running a Lamborghini on a ice on an ice or, 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 or a Dodge Charger, a, four wheel drive Dodge Charger on you know thirty fives. Yeah, Corvette tires. Right, a Corvette uh, yeah. battling a submarine and winning. You know, you know I, at this point, I'm like, Vin Diesel's grandson will be in Fast Thirty Five. So family, it, 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 <laughs> every episode, family we got family. That's right. All right, fella, we signing off. It's been a pleasure. We'll catch you guys next Thursday as we Black Adam pre- gonna be hard though. Preview Black Adam. We preview the Bucks game, the shellacking we're gonna take uh, the following Sunday. That's a By the way, name Black Adam. Is that a home game or is that an away game? Do we know? What is that? That is a... Let's find out. That is a home Y'all game. we was leaving, motherfuckers, but we not. Nah. That's a home <laughs> game. That is in... Tampa is coming to D.C. So Brady oh, will be in... Just the like they did in January. That's right. Will Heineke have another Heineke game? No. So let me ask you this while we're here. But you, you know, know who may have a Heineke game? Josh Allen. <laughs> are you one of those guys that say play Josh Allen at this point? I'm not. I don't think Kyle he, Allen. He's not. Yeah, Kyle Allen. He's not I mean, under. Kyle he's not under. He's yeah, not Josh under Allen contract. Might he's not under contract. Shit. We uh, traded a fifth round pick for him. See what he's gonna do, man. I need man, to know who's my go. backup quarterback next year. Go. Is it Heineke? It's gonna be Heineke, man. He's under contract for three more years. It's gonna but, be Heineke, man. No, he's not. He's under contract for this year, next year. Having it's two years. And you can cut him. You can cut him, and you'd only be out pennies. The problem is keeping Taylor, I almost feel would be too polarizing. Man, if you don't go, if Haneke <laughs> is not your guy after the next game, go get Cam, bro. For the rest of the saying. year? Yeah. See what he got, yeah. just in case. It's a free tryout, man. It's yeah. a free tryout. That's why I think we should get Odell Beckham. It's a free tryout. If it don't work, it don't work. You could cut him. Worst case. Best case, you could trade him for pennies on a dollar. But has there – well, you can't get him now. You, I mean, I guess yeah, has there, on, has, you, he goes there on has been, there has been, goes, right? That's how we got Monday. Josh Johnson. That's how we got right. Josh Johnson. I remember that. We went through Mark Sanchez, Josh Johnson. Shit, I don't even know who else went through that year. Goes through waivers tomorrow, man. I mean, yeah, I want to, I want to see him get him. I don't see the reason why not, and we won't. I, I don't think we will at all. But I would. No, we won't. He'll be miserable too, but not part of the plan. Him. Not part of the plan. Part of plans to get bears that are better than the players you got. You got a chance to get one of the best receivers in the league for free. And that's you true. Let somebody else get them just because they can make it to the playoffs and you can't. But that's the principle. Stupid. Principle. Yeah, he's gonna. He got two more years on his contract. It's not like he's a one year guy. He's never gonna be on your team again. He ain't yeah. got a choice if you don't want to get rid of him. True. Like I'm, true. I'll say, go get him, bro. Like shit. Tell him it might suck this year, man. But we gonna put you in the plan this year. Next year we'd have McLaurin on the contract. You'd have to, you'd this have to convince, you'd have to Curtis, convince, you'd have to convince him though. Like you saw that article. Imagine earlier. having, imagine having McLaurin, Curtis, OD, OJ, whatever, Odell Beckham, and fuck, I was gonna say ODB, Odell Beckham, and Thomas in there, and a McKissick slash Gibson background, and a quarterback got a, and you got all these franchise quarterbacks that are free agents next year. Where would you decide to go throw the ball at? That's all I'm saying, man. Set the set the table for Enticing. next year, bro. Sounds enticing. Set the table for next year. You can tell me I can throw the Odell, McLaurin, or Samuels, or hand it off to Gibson, throw to McKissick or Thomas. Shit. Who wouldn't take that? 
Why wouldn't somebody like Carr come here for that if he I don't want to stay at the Raiders? Why wouldn't somebody like Aaron Rodgers, who, if he don't get to go to San Francisco, do that instead? I don't it know. Makes sense, man. To me, like I would love to throw to that if I was a quarterback, man. But in your in your defense, you also said put Cam Tins at safety. So hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have a hard time with Cam Sims at receiver. Hell, what the hell's he been at? <laughs> That's true. He did have a catch last game, I think. If I remember yeah. correctly. But all right, fellas. We'll catch you guys on Thursday. As always, we love you all. Peace. Don't get Peace. Old Cam. 